Hello and welcome to Research Pod. Thank you for listening and joining us today. In this episode, we'll be looking at a study by Dr. Julie Pascoe, Professor of Epidemiology and colleagues at Deakin University and Barwon Health, Geelong, Australia. They investigated the concurrence of two conditions in a population-based study, namely the accumulation of fat in the liver, or hepatosteatosis, and fat buildup in the muscle, called myosteatosis, along with underlying mechanisms that may cause them. In many countries worldwide, there has been an alarming increase in obesity over the last few decades. Obesity carries an increased risk of diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure and general poor health. Furthermore, it has a significant economic impact. An unhealthy lifestyle, including diet and lack of exercise, as well as genetic susceptibility, increases the risk of fat building up in our organs. In conditions of excessive carbohydrate, The liver and muscles, both organs involved in controlling glucose levels, convert this carbohydrate into fat. The result can be a marked increase in fat accumulating in the liver and muscles, resulting in what is called fatty liver and fatty muscle. The work of Dr Julie Pascoe at Deakin University and Barwon Health in Australia has spanned decades, generating a wealth of data from cohorts such as the Geelong Osteoporosis Study, or GOSS, Several publications stemming from this study have provided invaluable information on metabolic and musculoskeletal abnormalities in the Australian population. The researcher's most recent article highlights the association between fatty liver and reduced muscle density in a subgroup of men from the GOSS. Demonstrating the relationship between these two conditions does not imply that one causes the other, but rather highlights the need to explore commonalities in the underlying mechanisms and consider the effects fatty liver treatments may have on muscle fat accumulation. The Geelong Osteoporosis Study examined the prevalence of osteoporosis in Australia to gain a better understanding of associated risk factors for fractures. It also evaluated numerous clinical measures, including, among others, body composition, anthropometry and blood biomarkers. Complementing work on osteoporosis, the GOSS examined characteristics of sarcopenia, a condition marked by diminished skeletal muscle mass, strength and function. The first baseline visits took place in 1993, with follow-ups spanning nearly three decades. Such rich data enabled reporting on the rates of obesity and the metabolic syndrome, raising awareness of these problems and their associated effects. The metabolic syndrome is a combination of metabolic abnormalities, including obesity, high blood glucose and lipids, insulin resistance and high blood pressure. Together, these conditions are risk factors for cardiovascular disease and diabetes. The GOSS allowed analysis of such metabolic conditions, revealing further associations and manifestations of fatty liver. PASCO and researchers previously reported changes in body composition measures in men over a period of five years. The researchers showed that increased body mass index, or BMI, was accompanied by a significant increase in body fat mass and, conversely, decreases in bone mass and lean mass, which is a proxy measure of muscle mass. These findings indicated potential consequences for the long-term development of bone fragility and sarcopenia in the face of the growing rates of obesity. The cohort also revealed that reduced muscle density is associated with worse psychomotor function, 
and visual learning in elderly men. This research deepened our understanding of nutrition and metabolism in the general population. A recent analysis provided critical awareness of concomitant fat accumulation in the liver and skeletal muscle. Hepatosteatosis, or liver steatosis, refers to fat deposits in the liver and is a hallmark of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. If worsened, this disease can increase the risk of liver cirrhosis and cancer. A surrogate marker for identifying this is the fatty liver index, determined using a person's BMI, waist circumference and levels of triglyceride lipids and the enzyme gamma-glutamyltransferase. There is a complex interplay between the components of the metabolic syndrome and hepatosteatosis. In addition to occurring in obesity, hepatosteatosis is present in individuals with other metabolic conditions, including insulin resistance, and is a risk factor for the development of type 2 diabetes. Myosteatosis is the accumulation of fat in skeletal muscle and a component of sarcopenia. Because fat is less dense than muscle, reduced muscle density is used as a surrogate marker for fatty muscle. It is assessed using an imaging technique called peripheral quantitative computed tomography. Such accumulation of fat in muscles is associated with altered energy processes within cells, decreased protein production and poor muscle function. This resultant muscle dysfunction affects exercise capacity and increases frailty and mortality in affected individuals. A subgroup of 403 men in the GOS was analysed in this investigation and broken down into quartiles based on their fatty liver index. The data showed those in the top quartile with the highest fatty liver index had lower muscle density, as measured in radial and tibial regions, meaning the forearms and lower leg, than their counterparts in the lowest quartile. Furthermore, the likelihood of individuals having sarcopenia was much greater in the highest quartile compared to the lowest quartile, even after adjustment for confounding factors, such as lifestyle and age. However, no relationship between fatty liver index and hand grip strength was detected. The researchers acknowledged the limitations of the study, such as the use of indirect measures of hepatosteatosis and restriction of the sample to men only. However, in the sample from the general population, the data indicate the coexistence of fatty liver and fatty muscle. So, are there commonalities in the underlying mechanisms of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and sarcopenia? The reasons for these results are not fully known, but the researchers suggest there could be common pathways and pathological states, such as insulin resistance, fat accumulation in non-adipose tissue, oxidative stress and inflammation. Low-grade chronic inflammation, where fat cells release pro-inflammatory cytokines, such as tumor necrosis factor alpha or TNF-alpha, could be a mechanism leading to musculoskeletal deterioration. Other studies have associated TNF-alpha with loss of muscle and decreased muscle strength. The GOS produces a plethora of epidemiological data on, among others, estimates of obesity, osteoporosis, sarcopenia, and nutritional and lifestyle measures. This recent study, published in Calcified Tissue International, does not prove causation. Instead, these important findings indicate an intrinsic link between liver and muscle fat accumulation and metabolic imbalance. 
Such coexistence of hepatosteatosis and myosteatosis highlights the complexity of the pathology driving these conditions and warrants further investigation. Considering known links between metabolic syndrome, including alterations in glucose levels and hepatosteatosis, controlling such disturbances in a complicated network could positively affect other aspects within it. From a clinical perspective, the research team suggests individuals diagnosed with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease or abnormal liver function should have muscle performance tests to assess sarcopenia. Vice versa, those with reduced muscle density and function should be investigated for hepatosteatosis. The entanglement of such conditions emphasises the susceptibility of individuals with coexistent fatty liver and muscle to deteriorating physical function. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. And stay subscribed to ResearchPod for more of the latest science. See you again soon.